This is News Talk. Well, the gloves are off, it would seem. Reading the Irish Independent this morning, Fine Gael TD's given detailed plan for attacks on Sinn Féin. I'm sure many of you saw uh, the ding-dong in the doll yesterday between Thonish the Leo Vradker and Sinn Féin's Pierce Doherty. Uh, Leo Vradker attacking Sinn Féin's Pierce Doherty over a little-known prosecution for being abusive to a Garda 24 years ago. Mr Doherty issued a statement saying the conviction for a very minor breach of the peace had been dealt with, but the story in the Irish Independent is that Fine Gael has compiled a secret dossier, not so secret now that it's on the front of the papers, but this secret document detailing politically damaging information about Sinn Féin TDs and comparing the party to Donald Trump. It's 18 pages of a document and it's called Sinn Féin Hypocrisy, outlining what Fine Gael sees as the party's inconsistent stances in the North and in the Republic, along with criticisms of dis ingenuous economic policies there and uh, the document asks Sinn Féin has a dark past run by dark and shadowy figures who controls Sinn Féin. It's all gone very very dramatic The Irish Times front page The great majority of practising Catholics in Ireland favour the ordination of women marriage for priests who want it greater roles for divorced and remarried people or couples and single parents and more respect for LGBTQI plus people. The great majority of practising Catholics also want better prepared, shorter sermons and the removal of bloodthirsty Old Testament readings from Mass, according to a survey of tens of thousands of believers. Uh, very interesting report there. There's interesting analysis from Patsy McGarry in the Irish Times too. And I suppose the, the practising Catholics, the ordinary people, have always been more ahead than the actual church itself when it comes to issues like this and the main part of that report there that they support the ordination of women. So interesting to see the church usually slow enough because of Rome to react to issues like this but obviously with dwindling priest numbers they may have to react to it. The other big story on the front of the Irish Times there's growing recognition in government that it may be forced to move on further cost of living interventions before October's budget. It would seem really that sort of kicking the can down the road and saying we'll deal with the cost of living in the budget in October is just too late for a lot of people, a lot of groups representing those who are struggling. Sources, according to the Irish Times, across the coalition said the intention is still to wait until the budget, uh, but there is mounting pressure from backbenchers. One government source indicating a further package cannot be ruled out given the obvious pressures which have been articulated all around us and the pressure for it is growing within government. So if you've backbench TDs going back to their constituencies at weekends, hearing from their neighbours, from their constituents saying we can't cope with the cost of living, it's not going to be acceptable I don't think for those constituents to hear we'll worry about it in October or we'll do something for you in October. The clock is ticking and there is pressure growing. The Irish Examiner talking about the cost of living uh, says that the government has rejected calls for a 15 to 20 euro increase in social welfare payments to offset the cost of living crisis. The Society of St Vincent de Paul said the increase of 15 to 20 euro is needed just to keep people standing still because of all these spiralling costs. The examiner says the government has repeatedly ruled out emergency measures prior to the budget this October. And of course a reminder, we only had a report yesterday from the ESRI saying that energy poverty is at its highest rate, nearly one in three households in energy poverty. The other... uh, 
cost of living story is on the Irish Daily Mail. Here comes the U-turn is the headline. Emergency meetings are planned within the next fortnight by Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil as they prepare to introduce measures to ease the cost of living burden before the doll breaks for the summer. So I suppose, look, if you have the tea leaves out, you're reading the papers this morning, something is going to be done before October's budget because they just cannot wait. The Irish Daily Mirror has a story on the front page that we had in the news there. A Russian military spy who allegedly targeted the International Criminal Court claims to have studied in Ireland. The headline on the front of the mirror, Vlad's Trinity Spy. The Irish Daily Star, another mail in the coffin. And the Irish Sun, letter of the law for Dan. Daniel Kinahan will be served with legal papers sent by registered post. The Criminal Assets Bureau got his Dubai addresses. Apparently they have two addresses for Daniel Kinahan in Dubai. They got those addresses off US officials and the Criminal Assets Bureau has taken a High Court case in a bid to seize a Dublin house that he owns. So now they're going to send a letter to Daniel Kinahan by registered post. Inside the mail this morning, obviously um, we know about the cost of renting a car in Ireland. What's kind of concerning though, according to the mail, is that tourists are actually cancelling their holidays in Ireland. They're not bothering to come here when they find out that the cost of renting a car for three or four days is more than double the cost of their return flight home. And they've an example in the mail of Irish-born surgeon Jason McMaster. And he said he's now going to go to Scotland instead of Ireland after discovering that the cost of four-day car rental was nearly triple the cost of his return flight from Chicago to Dublin. Uh, And he was told that to rent a car for four days in Ireland would be €1,650 and the flight home $761 there. So he was quite shocked at the cost of renting a car. Uh, It's interesting in the Telegraph this morning, you talk about how the other half live boy George uh, is giving out about British Airways claiming that he and fellow first class passengers God love them were made to wait while the airline rolled out the red carpet for Victoria Beckham. Boy George alleged that other passengers were prevented from getting off the plane until a car picked up Victoria Beckham off the plane and brought her off. Uh, He then deleted the tweet and it seems like British Airways got in touch with him according to the Telegraph because he said that myself and British Airways are back in love. If you would like to uh, go first class, he didn't name the airport in question but Heathrow's Windsor suite offers a chauffeur service to ferry passengers from the plane to the private lounge. Now this isn't the cost of your first class flight. This is to get a car from the plane to the airport £2,750 sterling plus VAT. Nice, if you can get it. Uh, Speaking of money in the Times of London this morning, people don't want to be a billionaire, apparently, because the vast majority of us would be happy with 8 million, well, this is 8 million pounds, let's say 8 million euro. New research suggests that only about 20% of those surveyed yearn for a seven-figure fortune. They don't want to be billionaires. Asked how much they would need to afford their ideal life, 62% said 8 million quid would be enough for them. 
and uh, given a chance of an imaginary jackpot that ranged from £8,000 to £80 billion. Five times as many chose eight hundred grand than opted for eight hundred million. I'm of the view, give me as much money as possible. But anyway, eight million quid is the perfect lotto jackpot win. We'll stay with the Times of London because uh, they're looking at sun cream this morning and obviously people will be slapping on the sun cream. Although I have to say personally, I'm devastated because I looked at the weather app this morning. So I thought Friday was going to be a stunning day. We've planned to have drinks in the garden this evening and then I take out the phone this morning and it's rain, rain, rain. Certainly around Nace is what they're forecasting from about one o'clock. But anyway, you should be wearing your sun cream every day during the summer because of the UV rays. If you are wearing your sun cream, to get back to the point, in the Times of London this morning, we're told own brand sun creams are better than expensive mineral-based alternatives which fail to give adequate protection. This is according to the consumer campaign group, which, which is urging the public not to waste their money after several mineral sunscreens often sold as the eco-friendly option, failed efficacy tests and they were outperformed by High Street and Supermarket own brand uh, sun creams there. So you don't have to spend an absolute fortune on your sun cream. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.